If you're sensitive to a few four-letter words and are not open to contrasting views to sports, politics, life, entertainment, and other topics, I would suggest you not listen. Online, we navigate conversations with no filter, and we certainly are not always PC. Our broadcast is intended to be light, but thought-provoking with a dash of sarcasm. For entertainment purposes only, like it or not. And with no music. When I go into the bear cave, I get a little, I get surprised. So, well, I am surprised at your fashion faux pas today. Uh, the Orioles, your former team, uh, and uh, you're like the people in Connecticut, the flip floppers. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, the Deadskins. You know, I did bring up a good point uh, for our listening audience, all one and a half members of them. Uh, I brought up a good point to Devo as we enjoy Jackie Robinson Day at uh, the Philadelphia, um, at the Washington Nationals generic pristine park, uh, like everything in DC, um, and without any culture or any anything of that nature. But, um, so I did point out to Dave that uh, back in the day, uh, when the Redskins fans would come up to Philly, all they would have to say is how many rings, how many rings, how many rings. Well, it's funny, you know, the place, at the Nationals were packed, were packed with people. It was a sellout, right, Dave? It was a, it was a sellout, yeah. And they were wearing every type of shirt, even re, even players that were not no longer on the team. Uh then I, then I suddenly thought to myself, when was the last time the Nationals won the World Championship? Because it was only, uh, let me see, 2008 when the Philadelphia Phillies had won the championship. But, you know, that wasn't brought up, and I was I was kind <laughs> to uh, the uh, the front runners down there at the National Park. Uh, so it's a good name for them, the front runners. They like their yeah. front runners, baby. I did see some flags that were in the, like the twenties, like nineteen twenties. Right. I think I think uh, that was like uh, Woodrow Wilson. You know, uh, was was president. May he rest his soul. He was throwing so, out the first pitch. He was throwing out the first pitch. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So that was uh, an exciting, uh, exciting weekend down in uh, D.C. Interestingly enough, Davo. Yes, Yogi when Bear. I, when I was riding down there uh, on my two-wheeler, I picked up a newspaper at like a, the Herndon Bicycle Shop, one of those free newspapers. It was called the something about the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I has an interesting little article, and it had, "You like beaver, Dave? Do you like beaver? I mean, I'm sorry. Do you like beavers? I like stuffed beavers." 
Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. I love it. I love that clip. So, but did you know a little fun fact about beavers for this? So we're in, we're talking about spring and, and Appalachian trail and, and funky little, um, facts. Do you know the two front teeth of the beaver never stop growing? Wow. So yes. they can determine the age by the teeth? No, no, no. They, they just gnaw all the time, and they, they, uh, they, the teeth get grind down, and then, uh, then um, they keep growing. So, <laughs> yeah, go, is that an interesting fact? I could go so many places with that bear on a Thursday afternoon, you know? I mean, wouldn't it be great? On if, 420? On, yeah, 420, on 420, especially? Exactly, exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, but another another little interesting fact about the beaver, mm-hmm. um, and this is a little historical fact that I thought you would like. Um, probably not, but uh, in the 1950s, the Idaho Fish and Game Commission wanted to relocate beavers from a restricted area to the middle of a roadless wilderness area. Right. So the wildlife officials put 76 beavers into a small wooden box strap them to parachutes and drop them out of the airplanes into the forest. Okay. All but one of them survived the fall. And there's actually footage of this. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, so they dropped these beavers and there were beavers coming out of the sky. Rain down. Make it rain. Uh, make it rain. Oh you my know, gosh. absolutely. 50, 50 cent would have would have a field day with this uh with this information so but uh but also let me let me extend this a teensy bit further davo okay Okay. while i'm reading this now that i was flabbergasted by the 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 uh parachuting beaver um then i read a little (laughs) a little article in this same free appalachian trail magazine now are you sitting down oh no you're not sitting no not sitting down Bring it on but, me. Bring it on me. So the headline reads, help wanted to find a spotted skunk. Okay. Okay. This might be news of the weird, but uh, the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources is asking community members to help document rare species of skunk in eastern Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, another story for 420, right? Uh, it smells like skunk. <laughs> Absolutely. The spotted skunk is a protected species and its distinctive fur patterns not to be confused with the common striped skunk. Mm-hmm. Um, the department is asking the public to share photos and locations of spotted skunk sightings on the agency's Facebook page. According to the department's social media uh, post, they have few documented observations and need more. So, Adrian Fouts wrote this small little article courtesy of the Department, the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife. And Adrian, I certainly hope there's a shitload of spotted skunks coming out of the woodwork and and those Kentucky residents, those good old boy Kentucky residents are snapping pictures and um I could see, just see them. They're like like four guys in the back of a truck with with shotguns. And a, and a guy in the front seat with a Polaroid trying to take a picture of the uh, spotted skunk. So, you know, they want to get their picture up on the Facebook page. 
Well, folks, <laughs> have you missed us? Have you missed all this great, great information that, like it or not, we bring it to you each and every podcast? What do you think of that? That was somewhat of a bang just to start out the, that, the podcast. What I mean, with a start like that, you never know where we're headed. So uh, welcome back. Uh, glad you're able to find us again on Lion Like It or Not. I'm Dave O. This is Yogi Bear. And tweet us at Lion Like It or Not, or if you're listening, text us 202-796-0240. We'd love to hear from you. So, Bear, you got. We can't a, change. We can't change the name to Beaver Like It or Not. We can do whatever you want. Skunk or Beaver, Python, Python, all kinds of stuff. So. With that said, Bear, uh, I just don't even know where to begin because you you dropped a lot of information there and it juicy could... nuggets galore. It's like beavers coming out of the sky. It's just it's because Davo, I, I'm. It's appeared that you need a little help getting up to speed. I understand it's 4:20. Wink, wink. This guy's been stoned since the third grade. Yes. Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance oh, bell ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule is totally confusing. Yeah, I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. The, uh, I knew it took you about a half a day to find that cap in the garage. <laughs> so I wanted to get you up to speed on what the world is going, what in the world is going on in the world. Well, so, here's one for you, which I know you're going to love. Your man, Charlie Murphy, was laid to rest. All right. He was laid to rest. Absolutely. I love Charlie I Murphy. I mean, let's listen to a little Charlie Murphy right here. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. Enjoy yourself. We got closer, started hanging out. My brother didn't do any of this. So at night, when Eddie would break out, we would all be doing getting crazy and wild. If I was hanging with Rick, he had this thing with me where he used to always like with me, man. I don't, I don't know what what started it. You know, he was hanging out with the big dogs, you know, you know, Charlie didn't know he was doing crazy things and I had to straighten him out. Sometimes I had to go upside his head. Things like escalated to the point where, you know, my man got too familiar and I ended up having to whip his ass, man, you know, because, you know, he would step across the line. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. First time, you know, I had to end up whipping his ass. So, Davo. Correct me if I'm wrong, and did not I say the funniest skit that I have ever seen was the blind white supremacist? Yeah, totally. And then correct me if I'm wrong, as we sat on the Metro in Washington, D.C., and you confirmed that you did hear uh, four 20-age uh, guys yep. using foul language. But, you know, when you talk about Chappelle, the patron saint of 420 say the same thing and it, you heard white supremacist like twice yeah and i said absolutely bridget wexler is the home's headmistress well he was the only negro we'd ever had around here so we figured we'd make it easier on clayton by just telling him and all the other blind kids that he was white and he never questioned it 
Why would he? You've written four books now. I've written six books. They published four. What would you say is the overall message of your books? Sir, my message is simple. Naggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different chanks stink, and I hate it. I noticed you referred to uh, African-Americans. What exactly is your problem? How much time you got, buddy? Where would I start? Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, my man. Um, on the heels of that, there are some other things that were going on this week in particular. Uh, we referenced this a couple podcasts ago. Bill O'Reilly got the axe. He but got don't, the axe. Don't feel sorry for Mr. O'Reilly. His exit, his parachute out of Fox is in the tens of millions of dollars, so he ain't going to be hurting for very long. No, and we'll probably have him on the podcast soon enough. Yeah, there's that. Uh, I want to get your take, too, Bear, on um, Aaron Hernandez, found dead in his cell. My take on it, like it or not, is who cares? I mean, really. Yes. My first thought was, I wonder if the latest conviction on the 2012 conviction had anything to do with him tying up the sheets, first of all. (laughs) I don't know. Which he, he tried to cover up by killing... Uh, Odom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the main purpose, but I uh, didn't have it really. He did, you know, put yourself in that same situation. You have no chance of getting out. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, I I was just surprised how young he was actually, because I've you know I've heard about Aaron Hernandez for so long, and um, the same day that he went to the White House, yep. and um, yeah, so that. Uh, and he actually, we spoke about him before too, uh, on the list of uh, high schoolers Bus. that were that were were in that one class yep. that we talked about. Yep. Uh, Aaron Hernandez was on there, and uh, uh, so it, it's it's over for now. I'm gonna lighten things up a little bit now. You and I spent the please, day, please spent the day. I, it's I great. I can't to even be stand up here, Dave. It's so heavy. A Washington D.C. sports fan uh, had the greatest weekend. This past weekend, because there was the Nationals in town, as you alluded to, later that night they went. They could go to a Capitals playoff game, and then the next day they could show up at the same Verizon Center for a Wizards playoff game. And uh, it's kind of the trifecta if you're a D.C. sports fan, and it doesn't come around all the time. So a little shout out there to D.C., baby. But actually it was uh, yesterday that was one of the monumental days. All three teams won. Yeah. And last night, the Capitals and the Wizards both won their contest probably within a minute of each other. Uh, and that was pretty cool. There Interesting. You go. Yeah, keeping on on that, some start of the season news. We're a little bit late on this, but uh, interesting little new food items at the stadium. Did you know some like peanuts, some like stolen peanuts, mm-hmm. some yeah. like other people buying them peanuts and enjoying them after the game. Uh, but... The Mariners are offering toasted grasshopper uh, for their eating pleasure. Mm. They're tossed in chili and lime sauce, and a cup of it is for four buckaroos. Four so you can see a of, picture of grasshoppers, huh? Yes, you can see a picture of that online. But they have antennas and they have eyeballs and and so forth. So, um, what if those know. are farm raised? I, I I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, 
the uh, you know all the Chinese restaurants are protesting and the millions of dollars in fines they've received from having insects in their kitchen, right? Okay, right. Just because they weren't intended to be used for human consumption. <laughs> I was gonna say for menu items. <laughs> exactly. But so now you grasshoppers to, are. Yes, you can go to the uh, America's pastime and have a handful of grasshopper. Which I pose the question to you, Davo. In your Redskins hat and Orioles uh, jersey, mm-hmm. um, would you would you belly up and have a handful of these grasshopper? Oh yeah, no, I would definitely go. I'd go a handful, check it out with the. Hey man, what? You know, I'll do it for sure. Absolutely, I would too. Yeah. Abs- absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. Last night, uh, coincidental. Ichiro was uh, in Seattle where he uh, where he started his Major League Baseball career. Not as supposedly as a rookie, but he was older than a rookie. So and and got Rookie of the Year, which is you know question mark question mark. But uh, I'm not going down the curmudgeon way. Thank you very much. Right. But uh, everything I do say has a, a curmudgeon. Uh, tint to it so back in my day but um uh so last night he was it was last at bat in seattle hold first of all dave do you do you think ichiro has picked up any pieces of english language Uh, yeah (laughs) you're gonna tell me probably no at this point he still has an interpreter yeah (laughs) give me a break give me a break it's like sammy sosa right absolutely like like sammy sosa he has a, you know, he he knows millions, you know, and uh, he can tell time because that one time he was out of the ballpark uh, before the game ended. How about when he took his helicopter and flew it into uh, Camden Yards? I didn't remember that one. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, he was late, so he took his helicopter and flew it into the ballpark. Oh, of course he can he can manage that, but on Capitol Hill, yeah, doesn't, doesn't know a word of English. Doesn't know a word of English. They're using all those big. 50 cent words yeah, yeah so, so Ichiro still has an interpreter he's been he in still what, has an interpreter what has he been in the league like 15 years at this point like I mean, 13 13 yeah. to 15 years I mean you're making that much money he does uh, the one thing I do appreciate Ichiro is he appreciates the game he's been up to uh, Cooperstown and the museum quite a few times so uh, and he's 44 43 44 years old okay sure his last at bat in Seattle he hits a home run Okay, he's not a home run hitter. No, he's but not. But he gave the fans a thrill. So I have questioned whether uh, the watermelon was presented to him like mm-hmm. it was for Cal at the All Star game. Yeah. You know, but who cares? Who, who cares? cares? Just enjoy it, right? Exactly. That's what I think. Just enjoy it. Hey, can we grab, stay on baseball? Grab your friends' peanuts and enjoy it. Absolutely. Here's a story you may have missed, Bear. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Try me. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite players of all time, which is not an Oriole, uh, Rod Carew, he had a heart replaced and kidney back in December of a, you know, of a former NFL player, a Baltimore Raven who had passed away because of having a, uh, aneurysm burst in his brain, which was, was very sad. He was young, but it was one of the first times that two athletes, you know, uh, were connected in that fashion, which I thought was pretty cool story which i had not heard about until you know recently because uh, Carew met up with the family and things like that but i'd never even heard about it back in december about this taking place but uh 
I thought that was kind of cool and interesting. Yeah, I did originally hear that uh, Carew's days were numbered, first of all. And and absolutely, what I used to love about Rod Carew is the way his bat relaxed o- over his shoulders. Yeah. And just absolutely could could wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, get out of bed, and hit a single and uh, take another bag. So, and I felt... Um, I've and when I read that his days were numbered, it was uh, you know a little piece of my youth uh, slipping by. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, Davo, it's a cold slap in your face when you go up to Cooperstown and you're sitting there in the parade and these guys are coming down the street, the the the, the baseball Hall of Famers, and you're seeing them, and it's like, and holy shit. What do these guys look like? You know, mm-hmm. it, it is. It's like uh, I remember like one was that that uh, then I go by my 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 theory is just leave everything alone. Don't try to go back to the past. Um, and what what your feelings was and your thoughts back then are different from where they are now. But when I saw Tony Gwynn. Uh, in the back of a truck, waving to fans with his face just mangled, mm-hmm. and his 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 body was uh, with was bloated from the steroids. You know the face, yeah. and it it was like um, I didn't want to see that. I, I did I because he was he was it for me. He he was Tony Gwynn. You know, speaking of getting up in the middle of the night and hitting, uh, you know, but but on the flip side of that, he's here. He was there. He yeah. he showed up. Yeah. You know, and um, like we all, you know, and he taught me a little something about, you know, hey, this, he, you show up and you wave and, and you, you do the things that you have to do. So, um, uh, but it was just heart wrenching. It really was. It really was heart wrenching. I Sometimes you don't want to see that, but, uh, um, but he was there. Yeah. So yeah, Rod Crew was there as well. And um, this was probably after, um, see folks, Davo's sister-in-law had a sweet little deal in Cooperstown. Okay, and she <laughs> and Yogi Bear really liked this deal. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> and it was perfect, Yogi Bear was not happy when Davo's sister-in-law, okay, took her little job elsewhere outside of Cooperstown. Screwed up your gig in the summertime. Oh man, I am like a. Uh, I'm like school in the summertime, no class, you know? So, um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, Davo's sister-in-law was uh, working as a physician in Cooperstown. And uh, I was thinking, that's interesting. That is real interesting. So, um, so a couple of times I got to, uh, La-dee-da, here comes Yogi. That's right. That's right. And, uh, so a couple of times I got to, uh, go up to, uh, induction weekend so uh um so so um but she moved and uh i will never talk to her again (laughs) (laughs) so um but um so um so rod cruz living yeah uh, yeah and that's uh that's good that is good news and charlie murphy is not (laughs) and the (laughs) charlie murphy yeah (laughs) You know, Richie. He's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> hey, can I move uh, you off that ledge right now? The Charlie Murphy ledge. Yeah. So, Bear People Magazine released 
There was oh, some... there's there's a, there's a high <laughs> level of literature. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they released their uh, world's most beautiful woman for 2017, and that award for the fifth time went to 49 year old Julia Roberts, the original pretty woman. I mean, gotta give her a little props there, man. There's probably some stiff competition holding her own at 49. Bear. <laughs> Speaking of stiff competition, I always have <laughs> stiff competition for Julia Roberts. She is a knockout. <laughs> well, go pick up your subscription today then. Yeah, five times. I think I think it's cool. 49 and uh, she's still she's still going strong and very happy. So, congrats to her. Yeah, I, I congrats to her absolutely. I I uh, would agree uh, that she is a fox, uh, but all around not just pretty to look at, but you know she's got um, she's got a lot going on uh, inside, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you have a favorite uh, uh, Julia Roberts film or moment or? No, uh, I like you. I mean, I just think you know through the years, anytime she stepped out and uh, put herself out into public or whatever, she's always very classy, and uh, you know she does a great job. I mean, I liked her in the. Uh, the uh, Ocean's uh, Eleven series as well. I mean, just good stuff. So I got nothing bad to say about uh, Miss Roberts. Nope, I don't either, except, you know, she did have a little Lyle Lovett interest at one point, which was uh, rather unusual, but, you know, hey. But uh, Aaron Brockovich, she played excellent in Aaron Brockovich. Yep. There was a scene there, Dave, where uh, Aaron, she plays Aaron Brockovich, and she's trying to go into these homes of people that are, um, you don't, are very leery of lawyers coming into the homes and and so she is able to connect with these people to talk about a lawsuit so um albert finney plays a lawyer at aaron brockovich's law firm and they come in together and these people are leery of of the lawyer that that aaron brockovich brings in and the family offers them a cup of coffee oh i made a bundt cake um let me put on some coffee. Who would like coffee and cake? Uh, okay. Thanks, but we have to be getting back. Have a fucking cup of coffee. Coffee will be great. Thank you. Whenever I, whenever someone offers me something, I think of Julia Roberts saying, you know, have a fucking cup of coffee, okay? <laughs> Except when it came to that coffee enema. I, I drew the line. I drew the line right there. I was like, wow, you, get, you people are awfully friendly here. You see any spotted, spotted skunks? Hey, if you're going to the Nationals game, check out Section 111, Row PP. A lot of open seats there, everyone. A lot of open... Oh, you just blew it. You just blew it. That's our little secret. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you even think about going into 111. (laughs) Hey, Bear, what do you think? I know you got some stuff there. What do you think the highest paying job in America was in 2016 on average? Well, it would have to be with uh, commission. It have to be some sort of sales uh, on average. Uh, You're wrong, my you, brother. You're wrong, okay. my brother. Top, my brother from another mother? Yeah, top five jobs, median, you know, mean averages in America. Number one, anesthesiologist, bringing in a cool average of 270 a year. Top paying job in the United States, followed by a surgeon, obstetrician, uh, oral surgeon and an orthodontist. So those financial jobs and you know all that stuff, they're they're more up around the twenty to twenty five uh, ranking. So 
you kids going into school nobody's going into medicine dave anesthesiologist man nobody is they're not they, bring, they're, bring some of that they're, gas they're, home with you and have a good time <laughs> yeah michael jackson could use some the, the millennials uh who are going into medicine are doing it to uh for altruistic terms meaning they're feeling good about the community uh ah, not altruistic. christ listen dave you you can uh anesthesiologist obgyn surgeons make a mint but the premiums they pay out for um health insurance oh, for yeah. for uh, malpractice insurance yeah. and uh, you tell any OBGYN they're responsible for that child for 18 years. When a guy trades on Wall Street, when he leaves, he leaves. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, yes, it's it, they're making. You didn't deduct the uh, amount of uh, for malpractice, yeah, and this and that. You know. Um, oh, there you go, Bear. You bring bring shine that shiny light on the subject won't you bring us back down to reality brother that's all i'm about man sometimes so, i can go lower than that so maybe working at the uh <laughs> at the liquor the stores it's a little bit better fringe benefits absolutely absolutely did you see Davo? uh you know yesterday the patriots were in the white house yeah. and and you, you couldn't swing a cat without having someone uh, swing a dead cat without having a hit someone that doesn't have an opinion on that mm -hmm. um but um putting this in the too much of rob gronkowski file okay how the hell does gronk is allowed to wander the hallways of the white house and just walk into the um uh white house uh, press briefing uh, I think I got this, but thank you. Uh, maybe. All right, thanks, man. I'll see you in a minute. Uh, hold on. One All right, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> um, I mean, real quick, I didn't follow that. And then um, his girlfriend, Scott Spicer, um, he, um, you know, I have a little chuckle and I'll see you yeah. later. <laughs> you can put a little, little chuckle there, you know? Yeah. So he got a little excited. Did you see that? How excited he was? Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. If Chappelle still had a show, it could be, I'm Rob Gronkowski, damn it. I do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Because he does. He does. He does. It's, but, but, uh, you know, they got to let him, uh, you know, touch the red phone. So, uh, <laughs> Right next so, to Sarah Palin. Yeah, whatever. Trump's not there. He's probably down in Florida anyway. Playing golf. Yeah, the golf ball. <laughs> eating that chocolate cake, the Mar-a-Lago chocolate cake. You know, and telling uh, Melania, it's okay. These people are all assholes. Just stay here for a couple more days. Yeah. You know, don't go back to New York just yet. You know, they don't. They, these people from Washington, they, they they run things differently. You know, they they root for lousy teams. I mean, I'm sorry. They they, they um they uh. They think do things differently. So I do have to say about the Washington National Stadium, Dave. I will give kudos first of all <clears throat> to uh, the indoor uh, valet parking for the bikes. Oh, tell me so, about that. Is that good stuff? That was good stuff. After a, a weary bike ride, and um, and it got a little hot around four o'clock, and I was glad. Uh, and even the people in the other parking lots knew where the valet 
bike parking was. So there was two gentlemen that uh, gave you a ticket and you would put the uh, tag, tape the tag onto your bike and put the bike into a, a rack and it was secure and and so forth. Everybody else, of course, everybody had locks of their own and I did not. So um, uh, I just left mine. I just left mine there. So at the end, uh, the, you would just give them the, the, the ticket. So, mm-hmm. um, um, and unfortunately, I didn't have any money to give for a tip. But, um, but uh, <laughs> so what else is new? I still had that hundred dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, but the guys were very cool, and uh, I was glad to see that. And I was hoping more stadiums would have that to increase. Uh, there was a lot of bikes there too, Dave. A lot of bikes. Yeah, so um, I thought that was I thought that was really neat. So I didn't see Rob Gronkowski there though. So thank, thank goodness he was for he that. was over Scott Spicer's house getting yeah. a little have, spicy, having a little chips and salsa. Yeah, Scott was in his uh, uh, Easter bunny outfit. Yeah, his so fluffy warm up suit. Talking about beavers and the beaver teeth, you know. Yes, I hear you. Yeah. Well, you have to. Uh, speaking of beaver, the uh, the and we were. We're totally dominant talking about beaver. I just just like saying it. I mean, I don't know what it is. But uh, our local minor league baseball team, the Rail Riders, okay, mm-hmm. the scranton Wilkesboro Rail Riders, uh, have a mascot. And it's a porcupine. But damn well does it look like a huge beaver. <laughs> we know the Every- name of this this episode, folks. <laughs> Don't have to look very far to find that out. Leave it to Beaver. I got a question for you about not beavers, but about mascots, Bear. Wasn't there a time in your past where you were trying to be the mascot at the Bowie Bay Sox? <laughs> Tell me. I vaguely remember a story there. Well, it was a time that I had a wild hair at my ass. and uh, When you still had hair. Well, you probably yes. still have hair on your ass. <laughs> Absolutely. That's about all that's there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I thought, you know, I had this brilliant idea of combining my two interests, which was making money and, and baseball. Yeah. And, um, um, so I thought that I would try out, they were looking for tryouts. Yeah. So, uh, I thought, why not? It's in the evening, do a little routine and uh, it's not that simple. It was it was brutal. So uh, you have to put on any outfit for the audition. It was a it was a full outfit. Yeah, yeah. I did a couple innings, and that was it. It's like thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> the shortest career. Oh the man. The shortest career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, sell a couple dollars left in old lady's handbag. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> Wasn't me. It wasn't that guy with the big baseball head. That night. What's that, Dave? Wasn't the guy with the big baseball head. No. What are they talking people down in Bowie? What are they talking about? So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, this week, uh, right next to morning Charlie Murphy's death, uh, Burger King released a Fruit Loops milkshake. I missed that one. Boy, I missed the news on that. Probably should be for 420. How would Charlie Murphy would celebrate 420 mm. just think of it just him and talking about rick james rick james and, and pancakes with prince <laughs> you know prince wasn't into he wasn't into 420 he was in the hard shit yeah so, he, i got some stories about some other hard shit later on so we'll come back to that does it involve beavers 
it could yeah okay absolutely. stay tuned well that's good um well uh you know this upcoming week we're here we're at the uh we are at the draft the draft in philly the draft is in philly hey speaking of that matt mcgloin uh, local boy from Scranton, his parents still own a uh, flower shop on one of the one of my running trails. Um, and Penn State University boy, he was through. Uh, he was the one that went through um, the Paterno uh, issue mm-hmm. when Paterno was, um, uh, you know, when he was ousted. Uh, spent four years in Oakland. Now he was signed by the Philadelphia Eagles as a backup. So um, he's a hometown boy. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, um, so that's uh, that's neat. I thought thought that. Um, oh, Dave, tell me the only NFL team without an arrest in the last three years. Three, three. See three. I see three years. You know, there's been some weird shit going on in the NFL players. You right. Know, arrests and there's only one team without an arrest in three years. I'm going to have to say the St. Louis Rams. The L.A. St. Louis Rams? <laughs> yeah. That would be incorrect. All Dave. right. The only reason I say this is because the, an- the answer is what you wouldn't expect the Raiders the the bad boys Las Vegas Raiders yes the whole gangster Raider thing no arrests huh no arrests so uh, good for them they're cleaning up yeah but three years I mean that's their players we're not talking about people in the stands everybody no what the black hole (laughs) yeah the the doom the the doom What, what is with Oakland I mean even in in the A's fans are off the charts in their own torp in their own way. You know, yeah. they're not, they're not the, uh, um, the wine and cheese crowd of San Francisco. No, you know, no. this Brie is way too old. What, what type of Cabernet are you serving tonight at the bo- at the seventh inning stretch and the rally monkeys with the, with the angels. So, um, but, uh, but the uh, now defunct L.A. Oakland Raiders are uh, were they were wearing some weird shit, but had some some super hot cheerleaders. So. <laughs> I like where this conversation always leads back to. So you didn't, yeah, have a, but, didn't you have a story about some Python guy that got eaten up? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was a guy that uh, living in what was it uh, Thailand or something and got. Uh, you know, one day they were working these fields, and one day uh, the guy, you know, says, "Hey, where's uh, where's Pedro? Javier, Javier, <laughs> or whatever." It's like I, I don't know, but look at the size of that python. It's huge. Look at the stomach on him. You know, and lo and behold, they cut him open, and there Here he comes is, Carlos. Here comes Carlos. So falling um, out of the gut. I thought, and they have actual footage of it. But let me bring it down a notch. Okay. And. Um, uh, where I thought it was interesting and sick and 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 just you know cutting up this python and and there he is in the middle of his stomach. But so then I was listening to sports radio in the morning and uh, some idiot from Fox News in the morning. Um, he's pretty good, but the whole the whole radio show 
started with this python eating this guy and the host talked about the guy as if he was my man uh, Eddie, my mm-hmm. man this. The guy's dead and and he he first of all he died of a horrendous death. Okay. It was unusual but uh, he was a human being and he died of a horrendous death. Okay. So they made it made real real comical of the situation. Then they got into what is the worst death because obviously this morning was not a big sports morning. They got into what is your what is the worst way of dying? And people were calling in. People were snake experts were calling in about pythons. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it was really a downer in the morning. It was really a downer in the morning. So then, so then, creme de la creme, the commercial, which is a uh, public service announcement from the National Transportation Board, uh, honestly, okay, talks about um, not challenging a train over the tracks because right. if it do, if you do challenge and you lose it it will uh, squash you to death this was the commercial yeah how how quickly will it stop yes about a mile down the road <laughs> and your brains will be scattered everywhere and, and apparently there is a you know there's it's a big issue but it was running all the time and it was running during this so not only do we hear about oh my man Eddie who was uh, chewed up by uh, this python and the worst ways to die. Um, and uh, uh, then on the commercial break, it was getting smashed by a train. So it was uh, a little too heavy in the morning. And, and I mean, the issues were, you know, real, and they brought in more light, but not something I want to listen to in the morning. Well, would you yeah. want to listen to uh, uh, the guy on Twitter with the chicken nuggets? Did you hear about this guy? No. Oh, yeah, guy. Uh, they're they're. Oh, calling. if you if if you have if you eat enough chicken McNuggets, they he will get like a year supplies worth. Yeah, yeah. If he they they retweet from Wendy's, if they if they he gets like eighteen million retweets, Wendy's going to supply this Nugget man with a year supply of chicken nuggets from Wendy's. Am I getting any of these nuggets? No. So why would Forget you? Even, yeah, exactly. Why? So he's not going to reach the number, but uh, I guess it was been like. You know, three million people have retweeted. So it probably, that's it the, probably kicked it up a notch today after 420, and people yeah. going to get their chicken McNuggets. The point you is, know. like you said, where how is this stuff even news? I mean, are you what is news anymore, Bear? What is news anymore? Absolutely, retweeting. I missed. But that. go ahead, lay it on me, David. Well, I got one more for you. We're we're running out of time here. I it's, am. Hopefully, this is something interesting for a change. Well. <laughs> It's not going to be. So uh, have you ever been on Instagram? I have not. Either have I, Bear. I've stayed away from it. But now our federal government is getting involved with rules and regulations on Instagram. The FTC has jumped in and provided Instagram uh, posters or whatever you, you know, whatever the people are called that post their Instagram stuff that they have to be mindful of... uh, of not selling products without the general public knowing that they're actually doing a advertisement. So, for instance, I guess Kim Kardashian posts something of herself eating some some cereal or drinking some tea, and she strategically places the item in the photograph, and the FTC has determined that they've got to 
warn you and let you know that, hey, this is actually an advertisement. And the reason being, which is what I found most interesting, is um, so if you have a certain number of followers, uh, here's how much people are getting paid. All right, Bear? So if you have anywhere from three to seven million followers and you endorse a product in an Instagram post, you're getting $75,000 just for that one post. Yes, I mean, anything that, that uh, Beyonce whispers, whispers, uh, you know, the, the, the needle ricochets on uh, in sales. Yeah. Like the Oprah effect. It's like the Oprah effect. It is, but why is the FTC getting involved with Instagram or Twitter or anything else on that matter? I mean, it just seems weird to me that they're sticking their nose in there. You're right, because... You know, I can watch the Oprah show. Does she still have a show on? I don't know. Give out let's cars just, or whatever. Just say, oh. Let's just say Ellen, for instance. Ellen, okay. And she gives out phones to everybody. And, of course, yeah. they have the box there. And so, okay, this is an advertisement. Right. This is this and or placement on a movie in a or, movie theater. Or a TV show like Seinfeld used to have all those cereal boxes. Well, but you didn't read. You couldn't see what no, the cereal box but was. On certain but shows in you movies, will. they have. There's more placement in movies yeah. now. Uh, I, I imagine uh, if I had one brain cell and I would want to go to The Fate and the Furious um, and and look at the movie, I'm sure there'd be at least I would say about six to ten product placements in there. Yeah. Uh huh. So, but 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 should that have be a warning at the movie theater has advertising? Yeah, I don't know. It's just. I found this, I mean, we talked about before with the way that the government gets involved with, you know, all these weird things. The that Brady, you, Brady's yeah, jersey. Yeah, and Deflategate, and they're probably going to get involved with Eli Manning and all his uh, memorabilia crap. But here they are on Instagram sending out warnings to what they call influencers that w you need to warn people before you make these posts. I just think it's, a, it's very weird. Um, I just thought it was Which, a weird story. What's even more weird is that Kim Kardashian is an influencer. Yes, exactly. So, well, yeah. so there's the nugget guy now, apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got, they got power. They, they do have the power. So, uh, you know. Um, so at one point, a couple of weeks ago, you know, Tesla was the number one car company in the United States. Did you know that? Bypassing General Motors, I bypassing any of the age old, it, it, they do flip flop, mm -hmm. meaning they were uh, the most valuable car maker in the United States. This okay. is Tesla. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, it, that was on the, the Wall Street and, and, and how valuable the companies were. Hmm. Yeah. It was the first time. That's interesting because, I mean, I know I can't afford a Tesla. Oh, speaking of new presidents, congrats to uh, Chucky GG, a friend of the show. Yep, yep. Got a nice little sweet little family. A little, uh, little new gig, huh? New gig down in FLA, our favorite state yes. uh, in Florida. And uh, uh, But that uh, congratulations to him. He'll, he'll uh, join uh, Tom down there. So. Thomas P. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and Chris Larson. And Chris Larson, friend of show down in Fort mean, Myers. Everybody's down in Florida, Bear. Why don't we get down there? Oh, no, no, no. Come no. on. Let's, let's get on the road show. We'll go take the road show down to some of those happy spots in Tampa. 
Uh, yeah, with with the peanut shells on the uh, uh, on the floor, yeah. you know. And uh, but it's always good to uh, relive going down memory lane. But uh, no, thank you, no, thank you. Bears, we're wrapping up this episode of Lion Like It or Not. I got a shout out. Shut the front door. Shut the front door. Serena Williams is pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant, and it's not Drake's kid. She's a female. The female, Serena. Yeah. So she's stepping into motherhood and is expecting, uh, I think, this fall. So congratulations to Serena, the uh, you know the most highly decorated women's tennis player of all time. She is going to have a child this fall. So good, good for her. Was she uh, playing a little Who's Your Daddy with Drake? Well, at one point she was about a year ago, but... Uh, I don't believe this is Drake's kid because I think they moved on, but that uh, announcement did not happen. So, but yeah, she, she's pregnant and uh, I'm happy for her and uh, we'll see how this in- impacts her tennis career as it's uh, in the twilight stages. So, uh, any tweets that you can think of, Bear? Nope. Charlie Murphy had his last tweet a couple of weeks ago, so uh, it's, it's, it's it died down. Okay. And, uh, well, so, and the uh, you know the Red Wings are very idle because they uh, are not in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time in 25 years. So, uh, but they ha- have no interest in tweeting uh, just yet. Okay. So, um, um, and I didn't see any tweets come across from the Buffalo Sabers head coach or general manager as they're no longer the head coach and general manager. Hey, I did see a tweet come through though. It just did. Oh. It's from Eli Manning. He said, I did wear that helmet. Okay, cool. Uh, but, hey, we're going to be in Philly. We're going to be in Philly. We don't know where the yet. The birthplace of the nation. It's the draft, everybody. And uh, it's it's the big you know three-ring circus that the NFL likes to put on. And it's this year coming to Philly. So we'll be there, like it or not. Absolutely. Very exciting. Very exciting. We will be there. Yep. You got anything else? I am. You're flush out? I am flush out, my brother. All right. You heard it here first. Yogi Bear is flush out of these great little nuggets of information. I got Uh, loads of nuggets, but, but, you know, I got to save a little. Okay. Save a little bit. All you beavers out there, look out. You always got to have a beaver ace in the hole. Look out. And, and, and for that, that, that spotted skunk. Go it's ahead and hide. Kentucky residents. Yeah, yep. pl- please hide. They're looking for you. All right? Get Absolutely. out of the way. Get out of the way. We'll get we'll get back together with you here in a week or two on Like It or Not. Please uh, reach out to us at 202-796-0240 or like us and join up with us on Twitter at Lion Like It or Not. I'm Dave O. And Shogi Bear. Shake it easy, everybody. We'll talk to you later.